0: Welcome to the Ice Garden. This is the Ice Garden. garden. I- I- this you- is the Ice Garden. This is the Ice
1: Garden. This
0: is the Ice Garden. Welcome to the Ice the Ice Garden. to the Ice Garden. the Ice Garden. to the Ice Garden. the Ice Garden. the Ice Garden. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Top Shelf, where we keep the hot takes and the hard liquor, your podcast for all things women's hockey. My name's Hannah Beavis. I'm here with co-host Michelle J. And holy shit, a lot happened last week, right after we posted the last podcast, which is how this usually works. We post a podcast and then everything just goes crazy. So we have a lot to talk about.
1: flying this morning.
0: This morning?
1: Tonight.
0: What time is it, Michelle? Tell me what time it is. What time are we recording? Like 7 p.m. Yeah, like it's not it's not morning at all. <laughs> so, what are you drinking that makes you confused with the time zones?
1: I'm always confused. Um, True. So, I did not prep well, like at all. Mostly because, like, I well, no, I left the house Sunday night, but like didn't leave the house at all yesterday. Great. Uh, so, I am drinking this like mini bottle of sparkling prosecco that I got when my friend asked me to be her bridesmaids this bridesmaids small, so it literally says bride tribe on it it had a silver ribbon on it until i just took it off because i was uh, playing with that so much
0: no
1: um it kind of just tastes like brunch in a bottle that's
0: sounds... i mean
1: it doesn't taste like eggs <laughs> like...
0: that still sounds amazing though mimosas oh man now i want a mimosa all
1: right it's a cute little bottle too and it had a screw so I didn't have to worry about like impaling anybody
0: when I opened a
1: um, bottle of sparkling wine that's nice it's definitely gone a little
0: flat she asked us like in September well I'm glad that you had a reason to open it I'm glad that this podcast gave you a reason to open it instead of just letting it sit on your shelf for like months and months and months I know
1: well, I felt like it needed to be a special occasion, and we were gonna drink it on New Year's Eve. And then we got so distracted playing video game, uh, board games. <laughs>
0: so yeah, I'm just drinking like a like it's kahlua and milk, which doesn't sound super exciting, but it's very tasty. That sounds disgusting. I you, I you know what? Don't judge me. <laughs> I think I don't I just love I love coffee liqueur or like even if I'm not drinking the Kahlua like I'll have I'll freeze coffee into ice cubes I think I've said this before and like drop them in my drink so that I Mm at least has that little coffee taste I don't know I'm kind of I'm kind of running out of like stuff like mixers I have like some fruity stuff and then I have the Kahlua and vanilla vodka so I went with Kahlua tonight do you
1: remember when we were, like, kind of making this podcast up in our brains way back when, and we had thought that we would do, we would have, like, readers suggest mixed drinks based on players? Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, I do remember that. And I think we should do it And people want to tweet us, like, their, their drink recipes. I just, it's going to be difficult because then we're going to have to go and buy the ingredients for it. It's going to be, become, like, a whole process.
1: Well, I have vodka captain morgan
0: here yeah you're definitely like so- maybe seltzer and milk <laughs> don't combine those three things <laughs> <laughs> milk seltzer vodka
1: i have gin too but i don't drink gin
0: then why okay we've been talking about drinks a lot and i don't see that problem i know it's not really not also before we jump in so we were in florida this past weekend for the nwhl usa series Which we will talk about. And Michelle and I found a bar restaurant in the rink that we were at called Top Shelf. And it was like one of the highlights of my life. It was amazing. It was incredible.
1: We took a selfie with a menu in there and posted it.
0: A top shelfie, if you will. It was, yeah,
1: a literal top shelfie. We were like exhausted after the game. And I was like, well, we have to go to the Drink and top shelf because, like, what else would we do?
0: Yeah, when else is this opportunity gonna happen again? Where we're when we were both there, which just like that's it, it's literally never gonna happen again. No, it won't. Oh. Okay. Anyway, so let's talk about what happened last week, and we want to open with some big news out of the cwhl which is that jessica platt a f- she was listed as a defender on the website but sh- i think the article written on espnw about her said that she's recently been playing as forward uh came out as transgender publicly um on instagram and then she also shared it on her twitter account this past weekend mm, it was the weekend right this was really recently Why within that? the past week uh the article there was an article written by katie barnes on espnw uh, published on January 11th so she it, like and it happened really late at night too like she made the post on at like 11 p.m and and I was like okay news we're just we're just having some breaking news in the middle of the night that's fine um but like this is like a pretty big deal because I mean Harrison Brown came out as trans uh about a year and a half ago it'd be now and and that was like this first really in women's hockey the first Trans person to come out publicly. And jessica's the first player in the CWHL to come out as trans, but she's actually not the first trans woman to come out in women's hockey, which is something that we only found out recently. Uh, there's a goaltender in the Australian Women's Ice Hockey League, Ella Lakari, who I wanted to make sure we brought up on the podcast, who she's been playing in the league for, I think, a couple years now. Um, I believe she said she started in 2016. And she made a post on Facebook, talking about her her journey as a trans woman in pro hockey. So there's Jessica and Ella, and then Harrison as well. So it's pretty incredible to me that it, there are three publicly out trans players in women's hockey.
1: Yeah, it's um. I mean, I think it's great. I think not only like the message it sends. You know, they um, Harrison always talks about it, and I'm reading Ella's facebook post from december 2017 they always talk about like living their life off i have a really hard time pronouncing words guys just in general uh authentically authentically there you go yeah thank you i tried to put an extra syllable in there again which is like (laughs) apparently something i just generally struggle with
0: yeah
1: which i think is just so important uh you know we talk about so much the idea of visibility um And representation in terms of race, um, especially with, uh, like, Kelsey Kolzer Mm -hmm. and Blake Bolden. But I think one thing that that kind of gets forgotten, maybe, is the idea of representation in other ways. I'm not sure if I'm saying this exactly right. Words are hard. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, And so I think that's, it's really awesome to see.
0: Mm-hmm. And you mentioned um, reading in Ella's post and, and what Harrison—I mean, Harrison—talks about this all the time, like living your authentic life. I'm pulling up. I got Jessica's Instagram post, and she said, "With the support of my family, friends, the CWHL, and the Toronto Furies, I am able to live my dream while being true to myself. I hope that others will be as fortunate as I am now and in the future. I want people to know you don't have to quit pursuing your dreams to be the person you were meant to be." Which, like she just said it so perfectly and and the the reception that she's gotten i mean harrison has made a uh post on i believe social media i think on his twitter saying like how like how excited he is and how he's like standing behind her 100 percent. it's it's really cool to see how like welcoming the hockey community has been i mean the nwhl sent out mm-hmm. a tweet like they're the L's quote-unquote rival league put out a post about how um how excited they were although I will say I wasn't super thrilled with how the CWHL tweeted about her coming out which I yeah do you want to do you want to talk about that because I was kind of like ah
1: The, the CWHL um had a news release about Jessica not not necessarily like saying like Jessica is a trans athlete because that was her story to tell Uh, but they had a press release basically like announcing their support of her but she and then the subsequent tweet about it didn't mention her name at all and didn't mention like anything about her it just was like CWHL supports our trans athlete yay go us it was very self-congratulatory yes
0: yeah um, The tweet reads, today, the CWHL provides support in announcing the first openly transgender athlete to compete in the world's most premier women's hockey league. Like, they were trying to make it, like, a historic tweet. Like, they were trying to be like, oh, we're the first, and, like, by, by saying it's the first trans athlete in the CWHL, and, like, not even including her name, like, they didn't have a photo yeah. of her or in the tweet or anything. Like, it, it, it did seem very, media like, like, so... Yeah, self-congratulatory is a good word to say it. Like
1: The media release on their website doesn't even have a picture of her. No. It just says, like, media release. And you have to get... I mean, they kind of, like, bury her name in it. It's just kind of sad to see. And from, like, a social standpoint, like, a social media standpoint, like, the tweet they sent reeked of somebody not paying attention to what they were doing on social... And pretty much just, like, auto-tweeting an article out. Yeah. And not taking the time to, like, think about the message they're sending and, like, how to best craft the message to the medium.
0: Mm-hmm. I um, that.
1: Which I think in – for such a small – for lack of a better word, a small niche sport where social media is such a big and powerful and easy way to get your message out, they need to be so careful about how they craft their message. And this is a great example of it going so terribly wrong.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It just, like, it it makes them look so...